0: Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> right now. So what's your Perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is
1: totally for you. Some people don't call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it. We don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome
0: to, to you. you. Can, can sit with, with us. I'm Colleen.
1: I'm Ashley. Hey, Ash. Hey, Carl. Tell, tell me about. Tell me about your day. Yeah. You got a nice little wine there. You got a nice little wine. That's nice. Yep. What are you... I'm drinking um, a little... I have water, and then we have... I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago, these things that we get at Costco. It's called Ginger Love from the Suja brand. So it has uh, purified water, lemon, ginger, pineapple. It has a little bit of stevia and cayenne. Because we... So a couple of nights ago, I... Matt, we talked about this on Patreon, didn't we? That Mac was sick. Yeah. Yep. So he woke up in the middle of the night puking, um, and this happened to him like a month ago or something, too, or a couple months. I can't remember. But he he was thrown up in the night. But then wait, he was- I don't think we talked about it on Patreon because on
0: Friday we were going to record for today, and you oh like, that's right, hey, and it was Thursday not, into well, Friday we were night. were texting about it, so that's I knew right. about it, but it was yes over via
1: text. yes. Yeah. So um, that's right. Okay, so Thursday into Friday night. I love you. Come, come say that. And can you put it, say it right here in this microphone? I love you. Yeah, buddy. Um, thank you. I'll be out in a little bit. Okay. Speaking of the guy, so Thursday night into Friday night, I'm a very light sleeper, and I heard him kind of whimpering in the middle of the night. Maybe it was like one a.m. or I think it might have been 3 a.m. when he first woke up. And I could hear him and he was whimpering like he was in the kitchen. So I said, what's wrong, bud? Like I s- sat yeah. up, you know. And he's like, I'm throwing up to go out there. Hmm. And he was losing it. Um, and, that, you know, yeah. it's kind of – I remember being scared when I was little. Like throwing up is kind of a scary thing. I feel yeah. like it's like you have no control over your body. And I just remember like it's always feeling – Yeah. Yep. Like it was just – I don't know. It's well, very Well, you also
0: kind of – like physically, you like get the shakes. Like I still get yes. a little shaky too. Yes. So there's the physical part. Yeah. So it's like this big feels like a big it's a thing whole all around. Thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I just tried it, you know, okay, buddy, you're safe. You're here. It's okay. But this happened a month or two ago, I can't remember, where he also threw up in the night and we kept him home the next day and was he was totally fine. So he was totally fine on Friday, energy-wise, but we obviously kept him home because he so he had thrown up and then we got everything cleaned up. Luckily, we have mostly tile and I was like, did you throw up in your bedroom? He said, no. And he threw up three times like down the hallway and in the kitchen, but it was all tile. Yeah. And so that was really nice cleanup. John, I had put, John can't handle it when the kids are sick.
0: In what way? Right. Like the cleanup or is he like uh, a dry heave? He gets hever? like anxiety.
1: What? Well, he oh, does okay. dry heave, but he also gets really like I don't know what happens in his brain, but he gets very stressed when like the kids shuts are sick. Down. Yes. And so I have to remind him in the moments because he'll be like, Oh God. And I'm like, okay, offer comfort. Offer comfort, you know? Cause he'll be like, Oh shit, or whatever. Like he just gets real stressed and he like almost freezes. Mm. And um, so I was like, Okay, why don't I get Mac uh put him in the bath, you watch him in the bath, I'll get this all cleaned up and just take care of Mac and, you know, get his jammies on or whatever. So we did that. And then Mac wanted to crawl in bed with us. So he was in bed with us. And then um I heard John wake up probably about an hour and a half later. And I couldn't really fall back asleep. Yeah. I guess adrenaline. Yep. So I'm kind of laying there and all of a sudden I hear John say, you Okay, buddy. And then Mac is puking in our bed all over our sheets. So um that was you know, really great. And so we changed the whole bed and whatever. And he had fell asleep on the floor as I was changing all the sheets. And
0: and you're doing whatever. laundry because you yeah. probably so John have like did the laundry from even the cleanup from early. Yes. You,
1: you, like all of a sudden yeah. you're doing
0: multiple loads, something's going in the dryer. Yeah.
1: It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Yep. So, uh, but then, you know, okay. Keep him home Friday. John got up with Revy in the morning, got her to school. I had slept in. So I went out there at like eight 30. I'm like, Oh, are we taking rev? And he's like, Oh, she's gone. I was like, Oh, you know, I like just like slept through the yeah. whole morning and Mac was in bed with me. Um, and then he was fine all day, but he was home, you know? So it's like, Oh, and then our t- car had a flat tire. Nice. So when, when I, John came in in the morning with John, Mac and I, I went back to bed after John told me he got Rev off, off, to school. And then, um, probably about nine 30 is when I woke up. Cause I was up from probably three to six. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, so and he said, Oh, the Tesla has a flat tire. And I was like, Oh, but they don't give jacks or spare tires with the cars. <laughs> so he was like trying to figure that out. He had to whatever. Anyway, that was a whole thing. So I was on Mac Duty, which is why I couldn't um record. We usually record this episode like Fridays. And then we were fine all weekend. Um Friday night, did we do anything? I think we just hung out. We did like movie night. Saturday, we had we had a couple from our old neighbor's house. They were having a party. Our old neighbor that was having a party at their house. So we went over there for a few hours and it was like a pool party, pig roast thing. And then some neighbors in our new neighborhood invited us. And uh, so we, we were going to go to the baseball game, but I was able to call and transfer the tickets to say, hey, can we go on Sunday? And they just moved the tickets, which is so nice of them. But So that way we could do these two parties. Had a great time. The kids were exhausted. Yeah. We came home. Everyone They were in bed probably about 9, 9.30, and passed right out. And um, I went to bed as well. And then about 3 a.m. I woke up, and I'm like, oh, God. I had – it was like sharp pains at first. Mm. It was kind of like – It was even in my shoulders. And I was like, damn it. And I knew I had had sugar yesterday. Like, damn it. I'm getting like acid reflux. I'm like thinking it's all the things like candida stuff, you know, gut health, whatever. And so I'm just like, ah, this sucks. But I'm just kind of annoyed. I'm awake, but I don't really know what to do. And then I I tried to fall back asleep. And all of a sudden you get that where it's like right in your throat. You know, Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, well, this is happening, and I have a thing where I don't like people to hear me throwing up.
0: Oh, okay,
1: I guess. So I go, I like left our bedroom and I went went to to the the hallway as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went and like run, and but I hadn't eaten since like eight or something. So it had been several hours. So there's not like a lot in there. I no, feel like, but you when know? you
0: have like a normal, anyway, yeah. Yeah. It's going to get so it's, it's coming out. out.
1: I am, he- yeah. am heating and it is messy. Oh. Uh, it's wild. I don't- so anyway, I'm like, okay, this is strange. And then I start thinking, and then I'm getting like the stomach cramps. And so I go back to bed and then I woke up this morning and I said, I think I got what Mac had. And John goes, me too. I feel super nauseous, and this Ooh. is at like seven, maybe, and the kids weren't up yet. And then uh, I threw up again. John will not throw up; like he will avoid it at all costs. Yeah, he just holds it, holds it, holds it. How's um, that possible? Which I'm like, get it out! I feel like when you need to throw up, you can't hold it. Right? Like right? It's so, and he just can suppress. Yeah, wow. and when we were in, when we, yeah. When we were in Mexico that one time where he got Montezuma's revenge and he was so sick that I thought he was dying because he got paralyzed, like for his arms seized up. And we were like on the way to the airport and the ambulance met us at the airport. There's no hospital on the way, but I literally thought he was dying because he lost function of his arms. And it turns out it was a panic attack because of how much pain he was in because he had Montezuma's revenge, but he took modium to stop anything coming out the lower half, and then he refuses to throw up. So it's like this bacteria that's inside of him needs to get out. And he's like, nope, No stay staying here. This right? So his is body is like now. shutting down. So anyway, that's kind of, he just, I don't know how he does it. Because if it's if it's like there in your throat, like I'm like, okay, well, I I, let it, I can't control this. Yeah. yeah. Get out of me. I want yeah. you out. Take whatever. Flow, whatever you need to do, get it out of here.
0: However you need to flow. Whichever way you need to Leave go. Leave me. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So then the, you know, I threw up again this morning and then just like the cramps and just severe nausea. John had nausea. So, uh, and then the kids got up and we were going to go to the baseball game today. Obviously didn't do that. Didn't do anything. And it's just so like, it comes on fast and furious, you know,
0: I do. and hopefully
1: it leaves as well. So I've, the nausea has pretty much subsided at this point, but then I started moving into real like achy body Mm -hmm. right and really struggled like my arms revy wanted me to open um these apples i felt so bad for the kids because they wanted to do revy and i were going to go get we were going to do the game today and then go get pedicures it's so
0: awful when both parents are down and out to like to not to it's just a parent when you're sick it's so hard it's so and yet, hard. And yeah, you feel bad and you, it's everything. And yet I, yeah, you don't have the energy. Like yeah. you can't, like it's hard.
1: Yeah. They want, Mac wanted to like play and he kept, he always wants us wherever he is. So he's like, come in here. And I'm like, I literally, it is hurting to walk. I'm like, yeah. sorry, bud. Like if you want to be here, I'm out in the living room on the couch, but I'm not going yeah. in. But it was also like too much stimulation. So I didn't want really to hear their shows. I was just like not feeling good. You yes. know, I, he wanted food and I'm like, okay. So I door dashed some McDonald's. We were going to do Chick-fil-A, but it's closed on Sundays. So I got McDonald's cause he wanted chicken nuggets and French fries. And I was like, okay. I mean, and I can't be around food right now. Yeah. I can't drive. I can't, I don't no. want to. Yeah. I just felt so weak. So McDonald's, I, they had like this bag. they served their happy meals with apples, but I couldn't open the bag. You know, like I had to get scissors. Because you know that feeling oh, when you're, yeah. it's just like your muscles don't work. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I am feeling better today or tonight now. It's recording. We're recording. It's like nighttime. The kids are in bed. Well, your kids are in bed. Mine are totally off schedule. And I transfer the tickets to tomorrow's baseball game. So I'm hoping, like, I am feeling better. I haven't thrown up or had any other excretions f- since probably, you know, noon or something. So I'm hoping that just like a good night's sleep and yeah. we'll be doing better tomorrow. And then I just hope Revy doesn't
0: get it. Yeah, I hope it spares her. Yeah. You know, when it came... I don't know if it's the same because there's, you know, norovirus, stomach flu, 24-hour yeah. things right. like... But there's like a flu-like type thing that's fast and furious. And when it came through our house, it got me, Ben, and Ellie and it didn't get Chris. Oh, so
1: which is great that it that, didn't get Chris. Yeah, oh yeah. Obviously, you don't want it to get really anybody but at least you had a set of hands there I oh but wait I remember um, you saying now that he like needed to take a day because he was just it was so it was crazy it was
0: crazy because it was all of us at the same time it was like both kids and me and I was of no I you couldn't I, I couldn't even move I yeah I don't remember being that down and out like from something like that ever Ever, maybe. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, but it was, you know, 24 hours and a good portion of that I could not get out of bed. Yes. Other than to get sick and then go back
1: to bed. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And Chris was just, I mean, he, he did so much laundry.
1: Well, yeah, because the kids don't have any.
0: It was so much. They can't
1: control it. Right. They don't know to like get to a toilet. So Mm -hmm. there's lots of yeah. I told Revy tonight, I'm going to put a bucket in her room. And I was like, if you can't, I hope you don't get what we have. But if you do, and you feel like you have to try to like run to the hallway, try to not yeah. throw up on your rug if you can, because yeah. the hallway is tile. So like, she's like, okay, I'll try to run out of there if I need to. You know, but we'll. I'm like, don't worry about it if you can't, but like, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, I'm really not uh, feeling good. But You got to get up and you function, yeah. you know, you do things. So I got the kids breakfast, I got the kids lunch, everything they need, their snacks all day. I'm doing everything. And it is just so wild to me how I don't, they say this about men, like the man flu or the man cold. Finally, I just said to John, like, you got to get up and do something, dude. Yeah. Like I'm
0: also, I also
1: don't feel good. So get the fuck out of bed (laughs) and let's go. (laughs) Like I need to take it. I'm tapping out. Yes. There is no stopping. No. No. At least taking turns, you know, because it's yeah. like, it's. I was just like a snack runner today for them. Um I don't know. But anyway, but yeah, I was like so annoyed. I'm like, I, yeah, Come I know up, that you man. feel bad, but so do I. Like, yes. let's pull it together. Welcome
0: to the club.
1: Welcome to the club.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> so should be so. a, um, this is like a topic that I feel like you could probably Google and maybe... This isn't the best topic if those, if there's people like listening to this on a lunch break or eating breakfast Mm, or whatever. Right. But when you grow up, no one teaches you things like, um, Hey, when you're a parent, here's how you're going to clean up vomit all over your house. (laughs) Like, like, the best methods. Like, I feel like it happens so far in view between, I always scramble between like, do I get like utility towels or like, what's the best way to? To do this, to tackle yeah. this, I sort of yes, I'm kind of like John in the sense I freeze for a while, yes. and the gr- Chris will quickly be Crystal like
1: spring into action. I
0: got this. You go take care. Like he'll delegate right. in that way. I'm Like oh, okay, got it. Yeah. good. Like I That's don't I panic. Do. I just yeah. freeze because I I overthink the cleanup part. Yeah, a little right. bit
1: uh-huh. or a lot. You yeah. know. Yeah.
0: Do you just you got like Chris? But
1: Chris seems to always just like it's innate. No, for I jump pretty much. Yeah, like right into it, no matter. Yeah. What, do you go like utility towel? What do you? So have? what I did because it was on tile was I grabbed two spatulas. I remember my dad cleaning up when I was little. Throw spatula.
0: I would have never gone spatula. So
1: I got a plastic garbage bag, two spatulas. And was dumping it, and I almost puked myself because it's disgusting. Yeah, putting that into the bag, and I did it. There was you know three spots, so I did that, and then I did paper towels to kind of wipe up any other wetness, and then I did Clorox, those Clorox yeah. wipes, yep. on it, and then final I took a uh, the Bona like wet mop or whatever, yep, and just like went over the Mocked areas, it up. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I did the first line of defense was the spatulas, it's smart scooping
0: that's but that's a
1: game changer if you got carpet right you know like what i don't know what i would do
0: i have ruined parts of the carpet in our house from like betty stuff or whatever like whatever whenever you're like you have a thing you have to clean i go way overkill on the spray and there are entire sections of circle like not like huge, but there's spots where now I'm like, I have ruined this forever. Yeah. I have just destroyed. So, uh, hey, our email is at gmail.com. Yeah. If you're a wizard at these things, tell us what yeah, you, you do, track? you know, because mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is the stuff that we need to know. It's Sometimes I just
1: throw. One time our dog had diarrhea on my rug in my office and I just oh. rolled up the rug and threw it away. Yeah. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. no coming back from it. You know,
0: when a rug is, is in that state. Yeah. of just old. Yeah. We, it wasn't done old.
1: It was new, oh, it was but it was, new? yeah, it was like probably six months old, but <laughs> it was loose diarrhea all over it. Yeah. I'm like not salvaging this. No way. No, thank Rolled you. Roll it up. Put it out in the dump. Put it out to pasture. Put it out. I and mean, I don't buy like expensive rugs. So maybe it would have been different had I spent like a felt because rugs are outrageously out. priced. They're ridiculous. I mean, it was probably like $150 Mm -hmm. or something, you know? Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, it's the same rug actually right here that's in my office right now. It's just a different, I just, it's just a new one, you know?
0: It is crazy. Some of the things that are so high priced when you buy them the first time Yes, and and you can't get rid of them when you're trying to sell them on like offer up. So I'm dealing with this right now with when COVID was like peak COVID. Yeah. And every, you know, it was like there were certain things that were getting purchased a lot. And one of those things, like certain markets, like went through the roof. And one of those was outside stuff for your patio to make your, to make your outside area yeah. more interesting. Cause everyone was just outside. And I remember we had like people over and we'd like sit on the patio. Cause that yeah. was the thing you sat outside
1: yeah.
0: for oh, right. a while.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, anyways, so we bought a fire pit table. Mm-hmm. It's a table that's also a fire pit. It's white. It's large. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But what we're finding now with like Ellie and even Ben is like the corners are just really sharp, and we sharp, put corner yeah. protectors on them. But still, it's just like a awkward size, and we're like we want to get rid of it so that we can yeah. open up the patio a little bit yeah. more and just kind of have more of a more sit space vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not realize how much we spent on this thing. Mm. I was like, oh, we maybe spent like two hundred dollars on it. Or something. Oh, 300. Okay. 400. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. And we looked back at the receipt of like our order confirmation. We spent yeah. $750 on this thing. What were we doing? Yeah, Why did we right. spend $750? But Well, then, you're
1: saving a bunch of money not traveling, not I eating suppose, out, not doing anything. But it's I just don't know. a fire pit table. Right, it's a right. nice one, but come on. <laughs> come on. And
0: then I Google like the same dimensions and white. Uh, it's like rust resistant. I googled like the specs yeah. of it to get like what are comp- like what should I list this basically on offer up
1: yeah there?
0: and they're going for thousands. it's like sixteen hundred yeah. seventeen hundred. Yeah. so I list ours for like four hundred. Okay. so I'm like, okay, I bought it for seven eighty. you know, great condition. Yeah. they're right. going for over a thousand dollars right now with inflation. Yeah, this is a
1: steal can't
0: get a bite on it.
1: really? I can't get a bite. No. And, Do you think maybe it's the time of year? Maybe, I mean, I guess but, it is the time to be outside, but I'm just thinking maybe fire table is more like a fall, winter thing? Maybe? Like and, a cozy.
0: And we're not in a hurry to sell it by any means, so I'll just leave it. Yeah. But then I've also got a, I had like a bunch of really high quality baby stuff. Oh, yeah. That I put on offer up, like backpack and walkers and all kinds of stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Bassinet. Hardly any bites. And I listed mm-hmm. it for cheap. Like, because mm-hmm. we just wanted the garage just space back. Yeah. and You can't donate it to a lot of places. So anyway, yeah, this whole thing, rugs, you know, whatever. There's just things where it's like, man, there just needs to be a better secondhand market for this stuff. Or yeah. more people to, like, think to go secondhand. Because I didn't think to go secondhand.
1: And I will now. Because prices know. are so well, high for you shit. You found so many. Wait. When did you buy your first rental? Was this during, it was after, oh, cause now you've like furnished a lot of your rentals through OfferUp. Yes. But when you bought the fire table, that was like before I didn't you had even learned know.
0: that. Yeah. I did not know what I didn't know.
1: Right. OfferUp, yeah. Facebook
0: marketplace. Those are the best.
1: Did you ever tell the story of when I was there in June, you had found this table that was like really nice. And Chris Went on this wild goose chase to pick it up. And he sent you a picture <laughs> saying, babe, I think this is your best find, find yet. Like this is of amazing. All time.
0: Of all and, time. And there had been at that point. Yeah. So it was an outside beautiful patio table.
1: Yeah. Like wicker. Glass, top, but, glass top, but like yeah. a
0: blue, like really pretty blue glass top with like a mm. light wicker. It Maybe sounds kind of weird describing it that way. But it was very very stunning it looks
1: very uh pottery barn inside. you know yeah just
0: gorgeous Mm
1: -hmm. and i
0: had sent chris so i was sourcing so much for just sourcing for the rentals and sourcing 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 and then i'd send them to chris for him to look over and decide do we like this yes no and then he'd go and get them so yeah it was when we were all together we were wine tasting and he um Sent me a picture, and he said, "Out of everything you've ever found, this is your best. This might this be your best.
1: Gold uh-huh. medal winning.
0: Yeah. So he, um, you know, we are super careful. He he gets it. We move it around to the backyard so that it's not just sitting out front because we don't want right. someone to take it. Mm-mm. It's hey, let's take it up as soon as possible to get it all set up so it's just in its new home, just ready right. to go. So he takes it up. He's you know setting it all up, and I'm working one day, and I get this picture." And he it it said, "Isn't it lovely in its new home?" Mm-hmm. And I oh, got the table set up. And oh, I,
1: let me see it. Let me see th- it. It's an environment. I
0: blink once. I blink twice. What? That can't be. And I then you tap on the picture and the text yeah. and zoom in. What the hell? There is glass <laughs> shattered. shattered, just shattered in a hundred yeah. million pieces just yeah. little teeny tiny yes. bits of glass like an asteroid ju- dropped on it oh just, yeah just boom Great. just wow, took it stickers. out just okay boom, like ex- yeah explosion type
1: uh-huh
0: and i called him i'm like what happened what the, the hell's going on so upset yeah he was so upset because it was very preventable maybe Maybe not. I mean, he said that he was – so there was an umbrella. He, he felt like – you know when it's just like on you? You're like, oh, yeah, my gosh. Right, like, right. You just can't live it down. So he was adjusting the umbrella. It was all set up, you know, final – put the umbrella in the center. But then it was off a little bit. So he kind of like hard nudged it and it was just that little adjustment of the way the umbrella was getting settled into the glass, mm-hmm. it hit something just enough and the entire glass top just shattered. Yeah. And what was discouraging is you'd think, oh, just replace the top. Just uh-huh. get another piece of glass. I don't know if
1: I would think that, but. Yeah.
0: I, you know, I, I went there. I thought, let's just get a new replacement yeah. glass top. Okay, getting a replacement glass top, you could buy four new tables.
1: That's what I feel like I've heard that glass is very expensive. So expensive.
0: But to then find just a different glass table, and we didn't love it, you know, we didn't love it as much. So we just replaced the whole thing because we couldn't get just a replacement. It just was crazy. Yeah. Things are not. Oh. There's a clarification here from Chris. He's hearing this. Oh, he's overhearing. And in all caps, he said, it was the wind. The wind gust came whooshing through at the exact moment I was inserting the umbrella through the hole in the
1: glass. (gasps) Oh, yeah, that's pretty brutal.
0: A wind gust did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, Good clarification, Chris. Thank you,
0: Chris. enough spending. It's time to save. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns helps you and your kids save and invest. The best part, no expertise required. Investments are automatically put into diversified portfolios based on your risk tolerance. Acorns even has an exclusive financial education content for your whole family. I love using Acorns. I've been an Acorns customer for a long time, and I know firsthand how important it is to save for your future when you have kids. And I've found Acorns to be a crucial tool.
1: The sooner you start investing, the more chance your money has to grow over time. From Acorns, Mighty Oaks do grow. Head to acorns.com sip to download Acorns to start saving and investing for your future today paid testimonial and may not be representative of all clients. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash sip investment advisory services offered by Acorns advisors, LLC and SEC registered investment advisor brokerage services provided by Acorns securities, LLC and an SEC registered broker dealer and member F I N R A slash S I P C. For more information, visits acorns.com.
0: All right. Okie dokie. Ash and call. I have an interesting situation un- unfolding in my life at the moment that I want to hear your opinion on. My best he- friend from childhood just had a baby a few months ago. She had a wild pregnancy and a free birth. A wild pregnancy being where you don't see a doctor and a free birth being that she delivered her baby on their rural property with only her husband present. Wow. Oh, wow.
1: As her best
0: friend, I was so torn on how to approach the situation. I do not support how she went about things, but also I am not responsible for her and how her husband decide to live their life. It felt like such a dilemma, but ultimately I came to the thought process that I'm not responsible for things if they go dangerously wrong and they're not looking to me for advice, so I wouldn't offer it. While I do not support her birth plan, I still want to support my best friend. I made her a homemade gift of birth affirmation cards strung through twinkle lights that she could Mm. hang in her birthing den. Thankfully, everything went well, and I felt like I could breathe again. That is until two weeks later when my sister-in-law became pregnant. My sister-in-law and my bestie have become really close in the last few years. They both took deep dives into rabbit holes during COVID and have a lot of the same beliefs. As you may have guessed, she is planning to free birth and has not seeing a doctor. With this situation, I feel even more torn. I feel like with this baby, I am an auntie and it feels much harder to look the other way. They have one other child and she had him via cesarean almost two years ago. So this will be a VBAC, vaginal Mm -hmm. birth after cesarean, free birth on a rural property. My brother has expressed to her that he is not comfortable with the birth plan, but she seems to want to move forward regardless. In my opinion, he is backing down and praying that everything goes well in an effort to keep the peace. Am I supposed to do the same? Her and I have only spoken about this once and I told her that I'm trying to navigate how to support her through an experience that I don't support. She's not telling her family her birth plan and people in my family don't know the birth plan. I know my family would be very concerned as they were shocked to hear about my friend. So would you continue to live your life and mind your business or would you stick your nose where it potentially doesn't belong? Do I need to tell my family that this is occurring or do I stay in my lane? I am partially looking for advice and partially looking to chat it out with friends. It's felt therapeutic for me to talk about it and you're my homies. I feel like I'm sitting Mm. on the front porch and confiding in my BFFs. Eager to hear your thoughts.
1: Mm. I would have more questions for you if we were sitting on the front porch. But yeah, my first thought... Really is like, yeah, you do stay in your own lane because I don't know. I think birth plans are so specific and personal to everybody. I can imagine that that would be really hard if my sister had decided to do that or like you had, I think I would be worried, but ultimately at the end of the day, it really isn't our choice. Like when you're not the one giving birth, right? So I think you support them in, and I would just do a little bit of work on like, what is coming up for you? I mean, my guess is the biggest fear is that something goes wrong and, you know, you don't want them to have to experience that pain. That's what I'm guessing w- would be probably my fear, right? That something's going to go wrong. So hopefully they have, and maybe talk to your brother about it, um, that like they live near a hospital in case. Cause it is, to me, it does seem a little extra risky that it's going to be a back. Um, although I don't know the reasons that she had a, cesarean the first time. And it's totally possible. I've known tons of people that have done VBACs. But for me, I I didn't dilate after 24 hours past a six. And so I asked them when it came to delivering Mac, would I probably run into that same issue? And they said yes. So like for me, it wouldn't have been a great option to do like a, a free birth at home because I could have run into complications. So maybe making sure or just checking in with them if you want to on like or your brother, since it sounds like he's not super on board with this right away. Like, what is their plan if something happens, you know? Um, is there going to be a doctor, like maybe a doula? Are they bringing a doula? I don't know. But ultimately, like, as harsh as this sounds, it's tr- it really is none of your business which sounds awful because it is your your family. But I just feel like people, birth plans are especially people yeah. that do home births and would she say free births and wild pregnancies to not see a doctor the whole time. Like I can imagine that they feel very strongly about this and have probably thought this through pretty significantly and have decided this is what's right for them. So in this instance, I feel like it would be one of those things where this is your work to do to be like, okay, how can I come to terms with this. Um, and we will cross whatever bridge is presented to us if there is something that goes wrong. But ultimately, like when we, I'm actually doing a podcast about this on insource. When something like this happens, someone's doing something that you don't agree with and you feel disappointed or discouraged or frustrated or annoyed or anything like that. And then, ask yourself like how do i want to feel i knowing i can't change them how do i want to feel and my guess is you probably want to feel love for them and they don't need to change their birth plan for you to feel love like love is created by thoughts that you're thinking and i'm not sure what good would come of really asserting your desires here when it isn't your body and your baby i think the best thing is going to be for you to feel love towards them and doing whatever you have to do in your brain get you to that place. And if something does go wrong, then doubling down on the love and hopefully nothing. You know, people do this all the time, I'm sure. It's not as common in our country, but this happens all around the world all of the time. Babies are born like that, you know? So it's possible. Our bodies are meant for it. But I understand your your hesitation, but my gut is just like But there's really nothing you can do. So if you want to feel better about it, it's up to you to feel better about it without them having to change their plan. That's my initial quickly, you know. What are what is your thought on this?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't like to your point, I don't think you could ever with anybody, no matter who it was, like like if I had a set birth plan and anybody was coming to me like asking me to change it or suggesting that I change it. Mm -hmm um my initial like that would not go over well. It's like right. this is very personal to me. This is very it's a birth plan is sacred, I think is the right word for women especially in what they want that experience to be like for them and and the thing with birth plans and maybe where this is coming from is they don't go to plan most of the time. There's always like something, right? And then with women, if something goes sideways during this time, it like could have really detrimental consequences. And so I understand like where the fear is coming from, right? But also to your point, Ash, like you even with all of that, you have to sort that out and deal with it because you can't change and shouldn't change what somebody wants to do. But the other thing is that the husband it sounds like her brother is also afraid. And he doesn't feel comfortable sounds like saying anything, but he should because the probably the next person who has the most right to impact a birth plan is the dad as well. And if he's scared or nervous or has reservations or like whatever, that's for him to be able to say directly and for them to like work through together. And I think one of the best ways to approach challenging conversations that are tender like this, Mm -hmm. sacred like this, is probably to not discuss it with the sister-in-law at all, but get your brother, like maybe go for a cup of coffee and ask questions. Just ask some questions of like, hey, have you just, you know, I don't want to totally don't have the answer. I've just been thinking a lot about you. And, you know, I'm so excited for the baby to come. Like, how are you feeling about all of it? Like, Mm -hmm. rural birth. Wow. You know, like, how are you? How are you feeling? And see what he offers, like see what he shares. And maybe he would really appreciate being able to lean on the shoulder of his sister. And maybe you could ask him, say, hey, you know, if something doesn't go right, we all want to make sure we're there. Like, what's the plan? Mm -hmm. Do you have a hospital nearby? Like, do you have... Do you do you need me to like sit in a car down the block with my phone right, on? Like what right. do you need to support you? Yeah. You know, and see if you can't get him to offer just how he's feeling and see if you can help by just asking questions in a non-judgmental, non-confrontational, just purely supportive and curious. But then you way. have to do that
1: work first if you're going to approach it. To be non-confrontational and non-judgmental, you actually, I think you have to get to a place where you are non-judgmental and non-confrontational, you know, or the energy will, he'll pick up on it and he might get defensive, who knows, right? So like, I think you got to do this work first and truly try to get to a place where you aren't judging him and you are saying, I'm going to let you I'm going to trust that you're choosing what's best for yeah. you and that I can't possibly know what's best for you. And I just want to be here to love and support you. Like really do the work to get there so that you can have that conversation from a very true and loving place. And your energy won't be, um, like, you know, you won't have to really tip to like, if you truly believe that, then I think it'll come across that way and he'll yeah. feel very safe to engage with you. But if you don't believe it and you are trying to like between the lines, persuade. Persuade him to do something else. He'll pick up on it, and as if he would shut down or be receptive. You know.
0: Yep. Yep. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. Mm -hmm. Because also, like, my eyes sort of bulged out of my head a little bit. I've never heard of that. Like, I haven't either. Like, wow.
1: Especially where there's no doc, you don't see a doc. I've never heard of what did she say? Wild, wild pregnancy. Wild pregnancy. Um, where that means that you don't see a doctor the whole. Yeah, I've never heard of that either.
0: Yeah. yeah, and my first instinct, and it's probably just whatever my frame of work of like, I think about all the things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Like if someone, if this was someone close mm-hmm. to me, I'd have a lot of work to do on this because mm-hmm. I'm right there with you and everything you're writing. Like, whoa, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, um, we're gonna go one more, and we're gonna keep it we're going to do this and then we're going to rave it so that ash you can rest because yeah wow (laughs) you are here and that's really i would not have been able to get up to do this all right um so we're going to keep it light would you rather use sandpaper as toilet paper or hot sauce as (laughs) eye drops oh we're going to probably sandpaper
1: as toilet paper
0: Every time. Yeah. Hot sauce. Yeah, I think so. Because the hot sauce and
1: eyes burnt, then you can't see for an extended period of time. I mean, I guess I just wouldn't use eye drops where that's probably what I would do. Like if if I chose the hot sauce route, it would just be like I'm not ever allowing myself to use eye drops.
0: Right. I think in along that same line of thinking, because we're kind of circumventing here.
1: Yeah, as I always do. Yeah, I f- if there is a, a hole to be found, I will find we it. We are
0: exiting stage left uh-huh. on these questions. But if we're yes. going to dance that dance, then yeah. I'll say sandpaper as toilet paper because of the bidet.
1: Oh, true. That's great. And yeah. then you know, yeah. you know,
0: it's fine. You just it's have like extra fine. sandpaper for when yeah. you need it, which you never right. know. when It you sucks might-
1: for your guests in your home because they're probably not using your bidet, but like whatever. It's not my butt. <laughs> be hilarious. You know?
0: just a just, house party no, yeah, it's,
1: yeah it's a house party keeping the people in keeping things interesting uh-huh could yeah. you
0: imagine just yeah. looks like soft toilet paper and bam
1: bam rude awakening rude awakening
0: okay would you rather accidentally fart as a at a business meeting where everyone knew it was you or smell like body no. odor all day and not be aware of it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you know, and by the way, these are my favorite. So if you and this is this oh comes from Ashley. God. Thank you, Ashley. If you have any would you rathers, what would you dos or just in a little light pickle predicament in life, feel free to email us at you at gmail.com. Or if you want to loft us the real heavy hitters, we'll take those on too. No guarantees.
1: This no. is a heavy hitter.
0: This one, yeah, and I there's no um I don't what I know. like about this is it's pretty straight on. I don't know the workarounds for
1: this. Right. Which is I mean, great. my my initial reaction is like, well, I'll take the single fart over smelling all of the time. But However, in a room full of your leaders and everybody, everybody knows. That it's you. But I guess I would probably prefer to smell like B.O. Problem is like, I actually have friends that smell like B.O. and they don't think that they smell. Yeah. And so I feel like, I, you know, there's this thing. Ignorance is bliss that's been said. And they say it as if it's a bad thing. But the more I learn about like thought work and how perception is reality, like ignorance is, that's beautiful to be ignorant. You know, like they are, they don't know. Yeah. But, but, but everybody else knows like, whoa. And I still love them so much and I still hug them and I still want to be around them. So I think I would choose that. Which is just really protecting my ego, I guess, because I don't know that I could face a room full of leaders knowing that you farted. I farted real stinky.
0: I I think I got to go single fart no matter how embarrassing it is because yeah. with the body odor piece, I can't hang. If someone is that, if it's that much. But she said you don't know. Well. You would smell and you don't know it. I wouldn't be aware of it, but I know how aware I am of other people. Yeah, yeah. And if that. If that was happening where like yeah. people are sort of avoiding those same leaders yes. or like it could get in the way of Right. A They're lot still of talking things. about you like, oh, she yeah. smells. Whereas yeah. I think the single fart, I could, I, it would still be mortifying. Horrible. I can yeah. just hear it. I can envision the room. I can see that happening. And I think comedy, you'd have to really like, own up. it. Like, hey, yeah. there's a duck in here <laughs> yeah, you'd have Yeah, right. To just, Does end- it say
1: it was a stinky fart? Or just a fart in the room.
0: Just a fart. An oh. An okay. accidental oopsie.
1: That's not so bad. Maybe it if could it just, just be endearing. Yeah. And then I actually think if I was in a room full of leaders and another one of the leaders farted, I would probably love it. <laughs> you know, it would be like, oh, you're still you're so human. Talk about an icebreaker. Yeah. So actually I might be folding. I think I might be going yeah. to your side with I, like the
0: solo fart. I think that's it's a winning if you can do if you gotta play it right. You yeah. got to, you know, own it, not play it off. Right. own it. Right, yeah. Okay, last one. Would you rather be the victim of a horrible crime or find mm. out that in a state of insanity, you were actually the one who committed the horrible crime? Oh my crime.
1: God. I know these are so good. What is the horrible crime, do we think?
0: We don't know, but it's horrible. It's what, horrible. So
1: would that be like- Murder. Let's just try, yeah, murder. This would I rather murder. be murdered- would you rather be the victim the of a
0: horrible crime or find out that in a state of insanity, you were actually the one who committed the horrible crime? So if you were in a state of insanity, maybe you don't remember it, but then there's a, yeah, a but different- then your life like is ruined either way. in jail. Yeah. Because you Yeah. I think, I think- Victim.
1: Victim, yeah. Yeah,
0: because you can't bear the weight of, of that or to do it.
1: No, right. And uh, the way that my spirituality is set up now is- I really trust that things happen the way that they're supposed to for the lessons that I'm supposed to be learning, that my soul is supposed to be learning in this iteration of my life. So even I thought about that with the birth birthing plan. It's like if something horrible happens to them, as devastating as that would be and I would experience grief with them, it would also be – I would there would be a part of me that would take some peace in knowing like – this is, the, I don't know why it's happening, but I trust that it's supposed to be. Otherwise it wouldn't be, right? So if I were the victim of a crime, I think I would prefer that and to do the work of like, okay, there's a lesson here. There's a reason I'm experiencing this. There's something, this is elevating me somehow, or this is karma for a past life where I did oh, terrible things, um, right? Because didn't Erica say that? That like, um, so, sometimes if you're like, or did it, was it Erica or somewhere else I saw that said like if if someone's born with like um you know or or they they face severe tragedy that it can be like soul karma that it's actually like they induced suffering in previous lives and so it's their turn and i don't know if any of this is true but it, i do take comfort in believing that like all the things that are happening to me are supposed to be happening to elevate me in whatever way right and whatever my growth plan is so I feel like, yeah, I would rather have it happen to me than maybe the one that is doing that to anybody else.
0: Yeah, I don't want blood on my hands, man.
1: No. no. i like horrible crime, murder, but there's some other horrible crimes.
0: Yeah. No. Insan- insan- insanity or not, I ain't doing it.
1: Yeah. I right. I ain't
0: doing it. No. All right. Uh, You can sit us at gmail.com. Hit oh, us up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime you need our two sips, let's bring it home. It's time to rant and rant,
1: rant. boo Boo and woo. My rant, I've got three here. Let me just choose one. It's shopping carts with wonky wheels. I went to Costco the other day and I, you know, got the cart and it's starting to, uh, it, it wasn't noisy. It was like not one wheel didn't move. So I'm like you know, messing with, and I'm like, okay, so I just abandoned it, like, pretty, pretty near the entrance, turn around, go get another cart, and I start moving, and it was loud, but I just thought it was, like, the pavement, and then I get inside, and I'm like, oh, no, you're just gonna be noisy the whole time, but I'm not abandoning another cart. I'm just gonna take it, but I thought this is uh, quite irritating yes. to have the wheels that don't move, or if they're wobbly. Yeah, or, or it's very like a squeaky. wheel that's,
0: um, it's not that it doesn't move and it's not that it's, and maybe it's wobbly, but it's almost like lighter yeah. than the other ones. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you'll just it's be like pushing wild. normal and then it's, it's wild. It's wild. wild wild. Yeah. We got wild carts.
1: We got wild carts. Let's talk
0: about that. It's like a little stallion yeah. just trying it's to a, take off right. in a different direction. And yes. three out of the four doing, you know, going right. And this one's cruising left. Yes. All of a sudden it just goes totally, you know, horizontal when all the other yeah. ones are vertical. It's just, I, I hate that.
1: Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. So whatever, I wrote it as soon as it happened. I said, I'm putting this in my app, and I'm talking about yeah. it on the phone. so. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, write
0: this rant. Yeah. Okay, my rant is, um, you're taking a shower, right? Yep. Like we're right. showering. And this is something we do every day. And I usually shower after I put the kids, you know, we put the kids Mm -hmm. down. I look at my phone for a little bit. When I texted you, we just put them down. I look at my phone. I pull up Insta, you know, and then I'm going to go shower. And I'm showering, showering. But the kids aren't quite asleep. Like Ben will lay there and he'll talk to himself for a little while. He'll sing songs, like you know. And our room is next to his. So the shower is, you know, like it's in our, you know, bathroom and so it's connected to our so basically he can hear if things are loud and we try and
1: be yeah very quiet yeah so he doesn't get fomo or yeah and what's going on out here guys? right
0: any yeah. kind of sound could trigger like a curiosity in him to be like hey what's hey hey uh-huh. you yeah, know he's and he's done that him. he'll he'll come into so the you know i'll be showering and be like mom can hey, i have another yeah. book you know like whatever yeah. you know he so knows i'm yeah. awake so I'm showering, showering. And then this happens every so often where I have Butterfingers sometimes in the showers just slipping and I'll drop
1: something. Oh,
0: yeah. And the sound of something dropping in the shower. Yeah. It is speaking of like asteroid. Yeah. Asteroid
1: hitting the earth. Yeah. And you're just holding your breath like, oh. Like a
0: razor or a, a body wash bottle will just. Boom, and it just feels like the loudest thing ever. And then, you know, Chris will be downstairs and I'll get out of the shower. There'll be a text. He's like, is everything okay up there?
1: Yeah. You know, because it just (laughs) is so loud. Yeah, Yeah. echoing and, you know, shaking the house. Just catastrophic. Yeah. Catastrophic. Yeah, he's like, did you feel that? Was there? I feel like there was an earthquake. Yeah, seismic. Oh, no, babe, I just dropped my soap in the shower. Just dropped the soap. Whoopsies. My rave is... This thing, and I knew Mac did this, but John always puts Mac to bed and I put Revy to bed. Yeah. So I didn't really, I don't really get like to get this that often. But there was a time when John was gone, it was back when he was visiting his dad in June and I was putting Mac to bed. And I realized that like, it was when Mac had the crib that he likes to hold your hand as you're like tucking him in and, um, singing the song. So he holds your hand and I, he did it, you know, for the three nights or whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, this is adorable. And I asked John about it and he's like, Oh yeah, he always wants to, you know, hold your hand. And then when I was in Portland, when we went up there just recently, I was with him he likes to hold your hand to fall asleep. So we always do like slumber parties. So I sleep in the bed with him and I'll hold his hand until he falls asleep. And then just today, he was, you know, the kids are doing what they can. So they got their iPads for a little bit and we were laying in bed and he was like, and it started getting dark out. You know, and he's like, mommy, I can't see you. Can I hold your hand? And he just wants to hold, just to be there, just to be near. Like he's not falling asleep. He's watching a show, but he just holds my hand. If I would ever try to take it away, he'd go, oh, mommy, can I have your hand? And he just likes to hold it. And it's so Mm. sweet. I love it so much. And I wanted to like take a picture of us. I just, you know, those little things you just never want to forget. Like this is, cause at some point he'll grow out of this probably sooner than later. And I don't want to, I don't want to forget it. Mm. You know, these cute little things like, yeah, I just love that.
0: I saw something somewhere, you know how it is. We consume so much, whether it's Instagram yeah. or people actually right. saying it. Maybe you, maybe it was from here, but it was um, something like if you're, you know, don't be the first one to let go when mm. your kids are giving you a hug or mm. holding your hand. Just don't be the first one to let go, you know? Mm. I love that. I think about that every so often, whether it's like a good hug or a good snuggle. Right. It's like, obviously, these aren't going to last forever, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be the first one to let go. Yeah. Today, Ben got a ouchie. We were out at a farm. Yeah. He was upset. And um, he was okay. He was okay. Right, it right, was just, right. Just
1: a little. It was an active thing. afternoon. Yeah.
0: You know how it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And... um. I said remember you can always hold my hand you know sometimes when I get hurt I like to hold someone's hand and he said okay you know oh, we just yeah. held hands for a long time and it mm-hmm. is just it just touches. that
1: little comfort like yeah so sweet yeah,
0: yeah their little hands or something like when I trim Ellie's nails and then I trim Ben's nails hit like it's just the change in his hands going from what hers used to be like and now they're like boy hands mm-hmm. you know just that mm-hmm. those moments anyway yeah um My rave. We got our first. We don't get storms that often in in Oregon. You know, they're only like every so like like lightning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um and it can be kind of scary, right? When it's summer and it's been hot, and you know we don't want wildfires here, especially after. I mean, I think I the wildfires here a couple years ago like really changed me, like my DNA Mm -hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. But um. Last night, we had a really big storm, like a long storm, like
1: mm.
0: like hundreds and hundreds of lightning strikes. Oh, wow. Hundreds. And I don't, usually it's like, you know, every here couple and there yeah. for a short time. And this was a couple hours wow. of constant thunder um, too. Thun- yeah. Yeah. And we sat out on the patio and we just watched it for a long time and i loved i loved it mm-hmm. i loved it i remember selling books door-to-door when i would sell in places like nebraska we you know went to tennessee a lot mm-hmm. and um there's storms there all the time and i remember so many people would just like open up their garage doors and put lawn chairs in their garage and just, just have it. beers and watch it, it yeah. house. it's like what is it about mm-hmm. us and it? but it's all i don't it know it is yeah we're like connected and it it's cool to witness like when it's not scary when bad things right. don't happen yeah. like the end was that it was fine and nothing happened
1: it right was right right it was, right you know right.
0: great but it was uh it was awesome it was yeah. cool i loved I do love
1: that loved it
0: betty was not having it no she slept in our bed last night right oh. in the middle yeah yeah all right ash go get some rest feel oh, better hopefully this Thanks. just blows over by tomorrow yeah, hopefully it blows through yep uh, we love you all all the time thank you
1: guys for being here always
0: and forever truly more. yes um,
1: we, we're here every Tuesday yep we're on Patreon every Friday p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash you can sit with us slam the five star share it on social we're so grateful for you and uh, you can sit with us always
0: and we will see, see you next Tuesday, Tuesday. bye, bye. Patreon dot com slash you can sip with us, or download the Patreon app and search "You Can
1: Sip With Us." Become a patron, five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day, one day mm-hmm. out of thirty days. Boom, paid for.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? Totes, cabots. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO every Friday. Love guys. you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.